Welcome to Outrage Factory, <laughs> the podcast where we look at the things that made you angry on the internet this week. Here are your hosts, Dale DeRuder and Derek Bolin. I, uh... I appreciate that voice. It sounded very professional. That was pretty good. And I think that does a service for our listeners. I think we should actually lead off every episode with... I think so, because I think <laughs> the one thing people look forward to in any podcast is I can't wait for that two-sentence, half-assed explanation of what the podcast is that the hosts say so many times that they don't even like it. This is Outrage Factory, where we look at the stuff we, uh, fuck... <laughs> We uh, dissect, dissect the topics making people mad on the internet this week. Here are your hosts, Mad Dog DeRuder and <laughs> mad Barking <Dog>. Mad Bowen. <laughs> okay, that one I like. All right. Uh, yeah, episode 35, Outreach Factory, as always. Uh, I'm your host, Derek. This is Dale. I'm your host. <laughs> we, well, I guess we are collectively the <laughs> your host. host. Yeah. The host. Like that Japanese movie with all the fish that make the one big monster. Korean, actually, you oh. racist. It was a Korean movie. Wasn't that by the same guy who did... Korea. What else did he do? Was I'm, he the uh, same guy who made Shaolin Soccer? I'm, now I gotta Google it. I uh, know he made another movie that was quite famous. The host, director. Also... Song Jong-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Oh, he just did that uh, that, that Netflix, yeah, that's straight up. Which is good. I haven't seen it's it. It's not as good as the host, but it's pretty good. It's uh, worth your watch. Uh, it looks like a like an extended uh, animal rights uh, PSA. Uh, that's better than that. If you can handle them calling what is clearly a hippopotamus a super pig, you'll be able to handle. <laughs> is the that movie. what they call it? Yeah. yeah. Well, because apparently they bred, they took like they genetically spliced a pig and a hippopotamus. To make a giant pig, but it just looks like a regular hippopotamus. And then, so what they, the storyline of the movie is they genetically make this giant pig like a meat company so that they can make cheaper meat for the world. And then they give these babies that they make to 10 different farmers. And then in 10 years, they're going to come back and murder them. And in that 10 years, one little girl gets super attached to Oakjaw. One of the super pigs and uh, calamity ensues. The rest is history. I just uh, the the director is a vegan, so it is probably uh, animal rights PSA. But it is animal rightsy. He also directed Snowpiercer. I love that movie. Excellent movie. That's one of those movies that's uh, it's kind of like the '80s, where it's like you just got to accept how cheesy it is and how outlandish it is, and just go with it, and then it's very enjoyable. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. I have film. a question for you. Check it out. Knowing what the black gooey jello was, would you try it? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know. I'm on the fence. In case you don't know, it's basically they take cockroaches and it's a meal supplement because the further back in the train, the poorer the people. So it's like, I don't know, like social commentary on the class system. So the people in the back of the train get fed this like black jelly like looking co- stuff. cockroach slurry basically yeah. and they find out in the movie that it's just like cockroaches ground up into jello which, which i mean add the right flavors it's probably good we're gonna get there in our lifetime oh we're, we're we'll just almost have, like, there cockroach farms well they're they're start crickets more they're starting to make protein powder and protein supplements out of bugs is that true yeah because they're so high in protein you can now get cricket propane bars Naked whey, grass-fed whey protein powder. Okay. That's still whey. Crickstart. There's a a company called Crickstart. I'd buy Uh, one bar just for the pun alone. And they do do cricket protein, apparently. Mm -hmm. Hey, speaking of uh, feats of athleticism... Yeah. The, the uh, oh, and Korea actually. Wow, fuck it. We just. Oh, you almost think we planned that. We did not. That we're was just so, us rambling. We're so good at segues <laughs> that they just happen naturally. Uh, the uh, 2018 Winter Olympics drew to a close uh, in South Korea last night. Hey, who won the gold? The, uh, for all the Olympics? For the, oh, hockey. the hockey game? The men's fuck, hockey. Let's, let's talk about that. Okay. That's something I want to speak I about. I have to say this. The only thing anybody gives a fuck about at the Olympics is men's hockey. We yeah, but we say that as Canadians. I'm no. sure if you're a other people, like, yeah, we say that as people who enjoy the Winter Olympics. Oh, the Russians won. Yeah, good. 
That's I hilarious. Don't, I don't know that that's good. No, not the Russians. The Olympic athletes, athletes from of Russia. Russia. Okay, so so many storylines coming is, out of these Olympics. That is kind of the piece de resistance of the whole Olympics, <laughs> is the fact that a disgraced country who hosted the last Winter Olympics had so many athletes doping that they weren't allowed to represent the country in this Olympics. But they didn't want to punish the athletes, so, so they, they were just like... they still sent the athletes and the athletes won. And they still had the name Russia, or the word Russia in the name, which, yeah. like, nobody looks at that and they're like, oh, these aren't Russian medals. Yeah. Uh, and uh, further to that, uh, two Olympic athletes from Russia who were not representing Russia... Uh, also tested positive for doping in these Olympics. And one was a curler. Yeah, which, okay. So let's let's take a big step back here. This These Olympics uh, were good for Canada in a lot of ways, but also super shitty for Canada. Uh, our two dominant sports for, uh, since the Olympics were invented, as, as far as I can tell, have been hockey and curling. Uh, but if you're in for medal count, that's only like three medals. Like men's and women's hockey... And how many different curling events are there? Two? Uh, is it just there's, teams? So there's there's uh, men's curling, women's curling, and then mixed doubles curling, which we did get the gold medal in. Ooh. Uh, but the the men's and women's teams both failed to uh, to medal. Uh, the men's hockey team uh, won the bronze after being beaten by uh, by hockey powerhouse Germany Who got in the silver. semifinals. They did. Uh, on the merits of them losing the gold medal game. Uh, this, of course, is after uh, Gary Bettman and the NHL owners uh, famously... I think we talked about this in our very first episode. Uh, was it? It was, it was way back. In the way back. <laughs> they uh, famously... You should probably turn that off. Muted. <laughs> famously <laughs> said that NHL players uh, would not be allowed to take part. In in this year's Olympics, uh, stupidly, I assumed that our uh, B-rate players would be better than any other country's B-rate players. Oh, you players. mean the KHL, uh, which is another, another professional, professional hockey yes, league? Yes, uh, I, was, I was wrong. Gonna, yeah. gonna take the L on that one. You thought Mason Raymond was gonna herald us Mason to Mason Raymond, uh, Ben, ben Scrivens, yeah. who, uh, who I like because... He uh, he's like a punk and metal fan, and he used to have an Alexis on Fire logo painted on his mask when he played with the Oilers, Canadians. One of those, I want to say. Oilers, yeah. Um, and how about Wolski? <laughs> Wolski, Wolski, which who I always assumed was a Polish dude because it's yeah. a super Polish net. No, yeah. he's Canadian. Hey, Polish people migrated to Canada way back when. That's why Canada's <laughs> apparently white, Derek. melting pot. So, anyways, he uh, broke his neck, or just over a year ago, and then he I don't know rehabbed until he got to the caliber of not being good enough to be in the NHL or AHL, thus landing a spot on. The Canadian Olympic team, and on his birthday, he won bronze. Good, good, good. Yeah. I guess. I what? mean, I, it's not a gold. I didn't win bronze on my birthday. It's so not a. It's, it's not a gold. Still a medal. I think breaking your neck and coming back and being able to play hockey is probably better than winning a gold. Ah, uh, agree to disagree on I that mean, one. You don't get any monetary reimbursement for a gold do you no all all these athletes who go and and compete in the olympics win uh win shit all except uh basically a medal for their their home nation to take to the bar and try get laid yes that's which pretty much all they do that's gotta work right yeah i mean like if i was a gold medalist and i went to the bar and i didn't get laid i would request i would uh question my life choices that led me to train my entire life to go into an obscure sport in the Winter Olympics just to win a gold medal. Oh, some countries reward medalists with bonus money. Uh, U.S. Olympians will earn $37,000 for each gold medal they win, $22,000 for each silver, and $15,000 for each bronze. In team sports, each team member splits the pot evenly. Oh, so, so the... 30-man roster on a, a hockey team, you're splitting. Yeah, you get a, a grand for well, your troubles. the men didn't place, did they? No, oh, the U.S. did even worse than Canada. Yeah, but did. the Canadian women won gold, so they each get Bra like... Or silver. They lost to the... Oh, uh, did oh, they? The, yeah, the U.S. women won gold. That's the other thing. They won their first 
uh, gold in 28 years, beating the Canadian women. In, in a, a shootout. shootout. But now they have to, they get less than $1,000 each. Also, who gives a fuck? Holy shit. In Singapore, gold medalists take home $1 million. That's because nobody in Singapore wins the fucking Winter Olympics. That is an excellent point. Is that a racist thing to say? That uh, pretty commonly known summer country? Yeah, I, th- I think it just goes with the. It's like you yeah. see a country like Norway, which like, what, what? What do they do in the Summer Olympics? Fuck all, probably. Yeah. But they dominated the Winter Olympics yeah. this year uh, just on the fact that they have lots of snow, snow like 11 months out of the year. Good okay. job, Norway. Now that we're done talking about that, let's get uh, to your personal hero in the Olympics. Uh, a lo- Some girl who bullshitted her way in on a technicality in a loophole. I love this story. I, I love it because it just shows the sheer ingenuity of, uh, of this person. Uh, Elizabeth Sweeney is a... Uh, U.S. Uh, I you, uh, I'm gonna loosely call her a uh, half pipe skier. Yeah. Who she did ski in a half pipe. So she, technically she she she's competed a in that skier. event. Uh, yeah. So she did her runs on I don't know last week sometime. And basically it was her. She she looked like like me on skis. Basically yeah. she just like dropped into the pipe, did zero tricks. Her whole objective was to get to the end of the run without falling. She did zero tricks. Um, and everyone was kind of taken aback and like, what What the fuck is this person doing? Yeah. They're disrespecting the sport. Turns out that this is how she had qualified for the Olympics, is that yeah. she had done all these qualifying events. Like 30 events. Just mediocre enough to place ahead of the people who tried big tricks and fell yeah. and did not finish. Uh, and her, on on the merits of doing zero tricks at all and making it to the end, managed to qualify for the Olympics, which I love. Like, and what, a lot of people are heated. People are really angry about it, but like, okay, come on. If we're going to have an Olympics where fucking Mason Raymond yeah. and Lyndon Vay can compete, why, I mean, those Wait, guys... isn't Lyndon Vay still a Canuck? Kind no, of he's, I don't know, he's playing in some German league now or something. No, I don't think oh. so. Um, Anyways, yeah. If 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 they can compete the Olympics, like those guys are the Elizabeth Sweeney of hockey. So yeah, like, like, why shouldn't she be able? She figured out a loophole. She figured yeah. out how to exploit it. And in her defense, the way she's not competing for USA because she would never be able to be good enough to be on the USA team. But her grandparents are Hungarian, so she's competing All for right, the, Hungarian, so the team, Hungarian team. Who, I don't know if you know about half-pipe skiing in Hungary, but there's not very many. They're not very hungry for that sport, if, good one, if, yeah. you, if you get what I mean. So yeah, she kind of just walked onto the team, walked down, and... Yeah, I uh, like she got dead last. Like she was mega points behind even the next lowest person. Yeah, but like she's an Olympic athlete. She can put that on her resume and her LinkedIn profile. I, Elizabeth Sweeney, competed in yeah, the Olympics. But the embarrassment of doing so bad compared to everybody else would kind of make you want to take that off. Like, Look, her Twitter, her Twitter bio, Hungarian freestyle ski Olympian. Yeah. Also, she's Harvard educated. She went, she uh, like literally went to Harvard. Oh, this so is, is that's probably how she knew about the loopholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just sat down. She's like, well, I mean, I'm going to read this. A lot of people will, yeah, I want to get in the Olympics. I'm going to train my ass off for like 10 years and then, uh, you know, hope, hopefully make it and be better than the other people from my country and then win qualifying events and then go to this thing. Elizabeth Sweeney seriously said, how can I get to the Olympics with the least amount of effort? She actually, she had tried qualifying for the Olympics before as a uh, skeleton, skeleton racer, I guess, just because there's so few people that compete in it. Um, And same thing. She tried doing that. Uh, Skeleton racing, of course, is, is much more, uh, I'm assuming it's easier to shit the bed at that and like wipe out halfway through. Uh, Yeah. And it's way dangerous. You look at it. You're like, Oh, it's like tobogganing. I I can do that. I've been doing that since I was six years old. No, not, not. I I definitely would not toboggan head first. You can die. Uh, Elizabeth Swaney looked at it and said, how can I get to the Olympics with the least amount of effort? Uh, And she did it. And I think that, that like, you don't give a fuck about the sanctity of, of half pipe 
skiing. Like that's I not mean, even a thing you knew existed. You can't even really run. complain that she's tarnishing the reputation of the Olympics when the country that hosted the last Olympics isn't allowed to compete in this Olympics because they dope so much. And then they won the gold medal in an event anyway. A few events, actually. Yeah, like the the biggest, I would say, the biggest selling most watched event in Olympic ho- uh, Olympics is the hockey games. Well, and they won that. Again, we say that as Canadians. I don't know if uh, that, that's globally. I uh, mean, if you're in the Netherlands, if people, you're probably going to watch them sweep the speed skating events. Yeah. Or if you're Norwegian, apparently, you'll watch them like do the, the slalom or, or, yeah, the cross country skiing <laughs> events. Which, Did they like, win that? is there anything more dry to watch than a cross country skiing event? That's like. The, I, I don't know how, but they took shooting and made it boring. They made shooting <laughs> more boring than curling. And I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. Curling, though, that's. Uh, I mean, after playing it, it's a little bit more interesting. I like that I actually knew what the fuck was going on. I mean, allegedly. Yeah. I, was, I could look at it and, like, attempt to wrap my brain around it. It still wasn't interesting enough for me to actually watch any of it. Uh, ice dancing, apparently, is now Canada's national sport, seeing as how it's something we perform pretty well at. Uh, yeah. You want to go into this Scott Moore, uh, Tessa Virtue thing that everyone's, everyone's, uh, are you not, are you not um, aware, are you not? What, what, that they've been together for 20 years? Well, they've been skating together for 20 yeah. years, but apparently, I always assumed they were a couple. No. They're Derek, not a couple at all. Derek, I don't know if you know one of the, uh, I guess, assumptions of male ice skaters is that they don't partake in he's, the opposite He's not sex. gay, though. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's got a girlfriend. Who and she's okay with that. That's the weird thing, is that I'm like, if I saw my boyfriend, yeah, girlfriend, whatever, dancing yeah. on the ice with a person yeah. like that. Yeah, do you think when he gets home... His girlfriend's like, so that lift, do you have to hold on to just her vagina? Yeah, he had it holding her face above your head, buried in her crotch. Yeah. Uh, that's worse. I mean, I I get shit for liking Instagram photos from girls, yeah. so I'm sure like burying my face in a woman's crotch uh, on national television while wearing skates. Would I mean, probably be. maybe this is a fucking loophole we can uh, take advantage of just like Sweeney like and be like, no, babe, I was wearing tights and figure skates. Me putting my face in her vagina is actually doesn't count anymore. That's yeah, that's it was just part of the routine, babe. Just yeah, the routine. It's, it's OK if she's above my head that's- then it's not cheating. <laughs> If I'm supporting all of her weight with one arm, then it doesn't count as cheating. Is that the loophole? <laughs> Is it, if I follow it up immediately with a triple Lutz or yeah. Axel. Uh, a Sally cow. <laughs> Is that? So, hey. What? I always thought it was sow cow. Like S-O-W-C-O-W. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that. It's S-A-L. Like Sal cow. Is oh, the actual so name. So we were both wrong. Like, I thought it was Sally Cow. You thought it was Sow Cow. And we were both wrong. Dude, my entire life I've thought the trick was called a Sow Cow. I think we Not just that. asserted our heterosexuality. Not that. I don't I don't know about <laughs> it. Just like uh, I mean, Scott Moore. <laughs> I mean, I have a... My Moyer? interest in Canadian Olympics is pretty vast. Moyer? I mean, it's up to the point of learning what figure skating moves are called. Moyer? Is it still? Is it true that they're still not allowed to do backflips in the Olympics? Yeah, that's that is one hundred percent true. Uh, and I think as, apparently you can go to like uh, un-Olympic sanctioned ice skating events, and people will do like backflips all the time. Is which it is like in eighties movies where there's like a little like it's in a basement, and there's all these dudes without shirts waving like foreign money around, and there's a guy <laughs> smoking a cigar, taking bets, and then there's just like these two people figure skating and doing backflips. Yeah, and all like, it's immediately Duh! immediately before the cockfights, and it's subtitled uh, foreign language. Figure skating's most famous backflip landed 20 years ago remains amazing and illegal. Uh, yeah, so there was only one uh, backflip ever landed in Olympic contention. It was illegal at the time um, that she did it, but this this was a woman who uh, knew she wasn't wasn't gonna place 
uh, in the event. So she the just Sweeney like, of figures. She, well, she was just like, fuck. This is like the opposite. This is like uh, inverse Sweeney in that oh, yeah. she was like, I'm not going to get a medal. So I'm just going to go fucking balls out and land this crazy ass trick that no one has ever seen in an Olympic event before. Why and she are did that, it. Why are flips illegal? Let's ask the old Google machine. Hopefully this happened before they took pictures of someone dying, so I don't have to see, like, a mangled ice skater. Why are backflips I imagine illegal? there is... That's a good way to break a leg. Uh, I don't... I think any of those tricks are a good way to break a leg. Yeah. Uh, every four years, viral tweet, tweet is inaccurate. Bark, bark, backflip, bark, blah, blah, bark, blah. Bark. Uh... Sixth place couldn't possibly win the gold. Did some crazy shit. 20 years. What? What was so... 20 years ago? Nagano? Nagano. 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 Uh, uh, it does not talk about why. Oh, thanks, actually... Internet, for not explaining that. Now the uh, uh, podcast. Why is the, why is the backflip? Just listen to us. For no reason. Backflip is considered an illegal figure skating move. It can be done in exhibitions and in professional ice skating competitions, but the backflip will not receive credit and a skater will receive deductions if the move is performed in eligible figure skating competitions. Uh, 1976. Let's go back into a little bit of Olympic history. Derek? While U.S. men's figure skating champion Terry Kubica was doing another move, a flying sit-spin at one of the practice rinks, his blade went through the plastic pipe and caused a leak. That accident caused the rink to close for at least 24 hours. Even though the move that caused the leak was not his backflip, that may have been part of the reason that the backflip eventually was banned by the ISU. Their official reason was because the landing was made on two feet instead of one and was not a real jump. However... Uh, Surya Bonali, I want to say, was was the one who, uh, was the woman who landed the illegal, uh, backflip, uh, in U.S. competition that she, or in Olympic competition that she was deducted points for. She landed that fucking thing on one foot. Yeah. One foot. So is it a thing like... That's bonkers. Like, figure skaters can only land on one foot? Is that why... Apparently, yeah. If you do, if you do a trick and you land on two feet, you're you're not allowed to do that. You have to land on one foot. Okay, I don't want to learn any more about figure skating. Yeah, and I think it's a pretty safe uh, guess that our audience is also sick of learning about figure skating. Oh, so everyone's been shipping uh, people after the the Scott Moore Tessa Virtue gold medal performance. Everyone was like, "Oh, get married! Oh, he's gonna propose now! Oh, he's gonna like." How fucking annoying would it be for, like, you to have a business partner and be like, oh, this is a person that I'm, like, I perform with as part of a business interest. Well, if I was holding her above my head by her crotch for 20 years. Business. Business, man. (laughs) I would. That's normal in the business world. You could accept people would guess that you're going to get married after you've been touching each other's genitals for that long. Business. Also, it wasn't all genital touching i want to i want to i want to point it there was there were there was less than one percent of this routine was there genital touching it it was it was strongly implied yeah but didn't he hold her up by her her crotch oh i don't know i just saw the part where she was like sitting on his like shoulders with the uh oh her, so you're her, calling me out because he didn't touch her vagina oh my cinnamon rolls are ready dale talk oh, about something my for god a so my point is this. I'm saying that he's touching her vagina with his hand. And Derek's like, no, 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 no. That didn't happen. That doesn't happen that often. She just sits backwards on his shoulders with her crotch in his face. So that shouldn't be considered as, I don't know, important. So I don't know. I know there's many cultures around the world that if a woman sits backwards on your shoulders, you legally have to marry her. You're a prude. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here with that. I mean, the fact that they're doing this in public, it's just racy. It's, uh, and I think that's what you have to do. If you want to get people's attention and win these events now, it's like, uh, 
You smelling my cinnamon rolls? Oh my god, Derek, your cinnamon rolls. You like it? They smell you so smell good. Them? Mm, yes. Yeah. I want to tasty hold cinnamon. Your cinnamon tasty above mm. my head. If you touch my cinnamon roll, we have to get married then. Everyone can, will assume. Can we take a break so I can eat your cinnamon roll? Everyone will tweet at us. You're you're fucking giving me one of those what cinnamon rolls. What the fuck rolls. is this? I'm just looking at our next topic and it's truly awful. Uh, Dale and I are going to take a break, a, br- a, br- a break, a brief break for cinnamon roll goodness. Uh, Actually, I'm not touching Derek's cinnamon rolls. They're just sitting backwards on my shoulders. Yeah. So the touching we'll of married. the cinnamon rolls is implied. We'll never get married. <laughs> uh, everyone out there shipping Dale and I as a legitimate couple. Sorry, friends. Yeah. Uh, we tried it once. It Derek has work. a boyfriend and she doesn't get jealous about when he holds me <laughs> above his head with his by my crotch. All right, we're going to take a break. Cinnamon rolls! We'll be right back. And we're back. What's the deal with avocados? (laughs) Purple? (laughs) Using them as ring boxes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, you want to break this one down for us? All right. So uh, everybody's hated generation that everybody likes to pile up on because they give you multiple excuses at every turn. The millennials are at it again, Derek Bullen. They are now using avocados as ring boxes when they propose. So I guess, I, I don't know, like they cut an avocado in half take the pit out, put the ring where the pit used to be, and then they go up to their significant other. I'm not going to gender roll this because they are millennials and I know how much they like to have their, uh, their, uh, that word that means, uh, fucking, anyways, uh, they hate gender roles. So one person will go to the other, hey, I'm a piece of shit and I can't even get a real box for this ring. Would you like to spend the rest of your life tethered to me as a failing individual? Because I don't know, like, I guess it'd be cute once, like if your girlfriend was our male friend or same sex friend was super into avocados for some reason and was like, Oh my God, you got an avocado. I love avocados. I love you. Let's have an avocado themed wedding. This only makes sense. If you're a fucking avocado farmer, that's the only time you should be proposing with an avocado. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Look at this dipshit. So we're looking at an article on today.com. The, the last bastion of journalism on the internet. This, there's this dude. I have, there's oh. yeah, there's a picture of a guy and he's proposing not only is he using his avocado as the ring box, he's wearing fucking jorts. <laughs> he's about to propose in jorts. And this is the Cut gnarliest. Off jorts. This is the gnarliest looking avocado. It's yeah. like all brown and like withered inside. Like, dude, why? Oh yeah. And if you're gonna be an idiot and you're going to propose with an avocado, at least put lemon juice on it so it doesn't fucking turn brown. Oh. That's a good idea, Dale. Idiots. Uh, it's like you've never fucking proposed with an avocado before. I, I like millennials just fine. I no, identify I as one when it suits my purposes. <laughs> um, but because I'm, I'm right on the cusp, right? Like 1980, I could still be a millennial, whatever. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I was there when the internet was was sort of invented. Yeah. We're, uh, me and Derek are that age where people are saying there should be a micro generation. Because 25. We are 25 years old. Yeah. We're millennials. We just hate ourselves. Uh, Yes. (laughs) But uh, uh, things that I don't understand millennials' fucking obsession with. uh, Bacon, sure. It's fine. I like eating bacon. Yeah. Does there have to be bacon on everything? No. Does there have to be bacon-flavored beer? No. That's not a thing that needs to exist. Did I ever tell you my conspiracy theory about the internet's love for bacon? Do you want to? It's all a right-wing racist plot. Who can't eat bacon, Derek? Muslims. Oh, that's right. So when you say how much you love bacon, you're indirectly being racist against Muslims. Yeah. So take that, wearing bacon tights, you little millennial <laughs> girl racist. <laughs> uh, bacon tacos, which yeah, also, sure, they're good. I like them. How about 
I'll eat tacos. Does Chocolate everything need to be tacos? Chocolate chip cookies with bacon in them. Does I've everything had those. need to be? No, that's even gross. Then, that's not why. That's, why do we put bacon? It's in It's two distinct flavors that don't marry together. It's like, oh, I like chocolate chip cookies and I like bacon. And when you put them together, I could taste them both, but they don't merge in any sort of flavor fusion. The worst thing I ever tasted in my entire life was uh, my dick. Uh, <laughs> second worst thing I ever tasted in my life <laughs> was uh, was this fucking god awful beer I got um, that had it was like voodoo voodoo donuts bacon bacon donut flavored beer gross it was awful it tasted like you have you ever had like that liquid smoke that you put in stuff oh yeah that's so gross it just tasted like that like somebody put a couple drops of that in some beer mine was kind of the same i think it was like a super smoked bacon flavor and the beer just tasted like burnt blood yeah it was disgusting it's awful yeah just like you just eat eat let's go back to just like eating bacon as a breakfast food yeah or as like a topping like oh i want bacon on this sandwich okay yeah or like I a want... nice nice blt yeah like it should go on some stuff uh it's... so bacon is dumb tacos uh it's it's like a sandwich in in wrap form yeah well, i guess that would be a wrap but uh yeah tacos are good not everything needs to be a taco uh avocado is like the most mind-boggling one like where the fuck did this love affair with avocados come from yeah like were you like hey What's the vegetable that is not only the most expensive, but has the most fat in it? Because I would like to have a lifelong obsession with that. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, avocados are healthy. Like, okay, they're they're healthy-ish. Yeah. They're a healthy form of fat. They're, but if you only eat avocados, yeah. you're going to die. Avocados are good if you want to put on weight to gain mass without blowing out your heart. Uh... Yeah, I honestly think that avocados like rose to the prominence they are today because of Instagram. It's a nice splash of green. Yeah, you can add avocado to any meal. Mm-hmm. It looks nice on the plate. It's yeah. got avocado toast. Fucking delicious. I think this is another thing is like millennials just being shitty and passive aggressive because some remember that whole thing about you can't afford a house because your avocado toast. So yeah. instead of giving up the most expensive vegetable, they went all in. They're like, not only am I going to eat avocado toast, but uh, I'm going to use it as my ring box. I'm going to buy a diamond ring yeah. to prove I can afford that and then put it inside of an avocado yeah. to prove that I can afford that. And still also what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a home. Yeah, I'm going to just like mash up a million avocados. Yeah. I'm going to fucking smear it on the outside, use it as siding. Nice. And then I'm going to be like, what up? Yeah. Not only could I afford a house, yeah. I I covered it literally with avocados. That's a good idea. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go the wrapper route. I'm going to get a grill made out of avocados. <laughs> so it's just Make like, sure you cover it with I'll lemon open juice. my mouth and it'll just be green, <laughs> chunky. Probably, probably brown at that yeah. point. Or the, the peel, I'll just, yeah, <laughs> avocado. Or, like, just fashion the pit into a mouth guard. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of bacon. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to say one you wanna thing. You want to say one more thing. I want to right. leave this avocado proposal on one note. Ladies or gentlemen or gender neutral people, if someone is proposing to you and they're wearing fucking cut-off jorts, do not marry that person. <laughs> they are a garbage human being, and they cannot afford to give you the life you want. No matter how many avocados they offer to feed yeah. you. Uh, all right. Bacon. We want to go into this thing? Bacon. Uh, bacon, bacon. Local, local news. Yeah. BC. Uh, for our international listeners. The a, BCSPCA. The, uh, which is the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Yes. Um. Had a uh, a pig in in their possession. Oh, this is something that I guess not everybody knows about the SPCA. They also take farm animals. They don't just take pets, but if they see farm animals that aren't treated properly, they'll take them from the people who have them and then just, like, adopt them out. And that's what happened here with a pig. Was it a potbelly pig or just a regular pig? Uh, it was a Vietnamese potbelly pig. 
Okay. Uh, w- was acquired by the SPCA as part of a cruelty investigation. So her previous owners had been cruel to them. Oh. Uh, some uh, a couple made deci- the decision to adopt this pig yeah. as their pet. Uh, and then a little under a month later, they discovered that the pig had been killed and eaten. <laughs> Which, I mean, and people are really, really mad about this, but... That's what you do with pigs. It's it's a pit, like, you can call it a pet. Where do you think all that bacon comes from, you racist millennials? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comes from pigs. <laughs> that is, uh, pe- people, people eat... Pigs. Yeah. Even if you call the pig a pet, you, you could still eat that pig. That's and not illegal. You know what I've learned? Because I grew up on a farm and we raised pigs. And what I learned was that when you raise a pig, you give it a name, you pet it, you make sure it eats good food. It is so much more delicious than just <laughs> buying a pig from the store. You like, after you slaughter it, you yeah. wrap up all the pieces and you write the pig's name on it oh, and put yeah. it in the freezer oh. so you know which one you're picking from. Oh, definitely. Like, if you're petting a pig and you're like, yeah, just relax. Because one thing people don't really realize about animals is if you spook them too much, they get like tough muscles and then they're gross but if you pet them and keep them in a state of zen like calm then their muscles are super soft and super juicy so what happened here is is the owners realized that they did not know how to properly take care of the pig which no fucking shit don't just jump hey pet owners out there don't just jump into pet ownership and, yeah. and think that hey this this will work itself out like you yeah it's you, a pig how hard could it be yeah uh pretty difficult apparently but uh, and that's when they made the the decision to slaughter the pig for food. Uh, uh, Brandy McKee, who is a, a pet pig owner uh, on Vancouver Island, said she is outraged that Molly's owners the pig's name was Molly. Did we cover that? No, we did not. It was Molly. Uh, she's outraged that Molly's owners aren't facing any charges. Had this been a cat or a dog, there probably would have been charges. She says, spoiler alert, it is not illegal to kill your own cat or dog as long as you do it humanely. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, if they killed an ate a pig, or if they killed an ate a cat or dog, they'd be charged. Well, no, that like Derek said, it's not illegal, but nobody kills and eats their dogs. Yeah. So that yeah. is a dumb... Correlation. Uh, Correlation. Yeah. Uh, because animals are considered property under the law, once an adoption agreement is made, that person is the full legal owner of that animal, whether it's a dog or cat or pig or whatever. So the minute the adoption is signed, we lose all legal rights to that animal. The reality is it's not illegal to kill your own animal in Canada. Someone can take a gun and shoot their dog in the head. Listeners, please don't do this. Unless that dog is giving you a super good reason to do so, or do not shoot your dog in the head. Pooped on the floor one too many times. Not see, I had. Oh, actually, we were co-owners. So Dale uh, got a secondhand dog that was easily the worst fucking dog in the world, and then he passed it on to me, and it was still the worst fucking dog in the world. This yeah. was uh, like a twelve-year-old Boston Terrier. Uh, with like crippling anxiety, who every time you left it alone, yeah. it would guarantee to shit and puke everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also had this habit of like just like needing blankets or towels. I think it like, was on or, the spectrum. Like it had this. Oh, oh! It's like <laughs> it how beyond the spectrum. How was would the people say? Like, a wild animal has a prey drive where they see something running away, they can't help but attack it. He had like a play drive where he just wouldn't stop playing. Like you'd give him a toy, and he would just. Never leave it alone. I mean, it was it was easy to entertain him. Like you just throw a blanket or a towel at him, yeah. and he would he would probably spend the next three or four hours uninterrupted, just dragging it back and forth across the floor. But and he was he was actually really ripped because I guess he made muscles <laughs> digging at this blanket all day, and it was kind of cute for about twenty minutes. How absolute insane he would go if you gave him any sort of ball. Yeah, you just it was like crack. And then he just wouldn't stop. Yeah. Uh, if, if Dale and I both managed to avoid shooting this dog, granted, I, own, I don't own a gun, but... Uh, we both own many knives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you could you could not shoot your dog yeah. in the head, please. Please don't shoot your dog. I imagine the meat's terrible. It's not a delicious pig. But I'm just saying if you do elect to go that route, it is fully legal for you to do so. 
uh, as long as you shoot to kill, not to maim. Yeah, and make its suffering as little as possible. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, uh, I don't understand what the outrage is here. I guess like, people are just outraged that... Um, it's weird because this is this is like one of those things where it's like usually if people kill pets, you're like, holy fuck, I can't believe they killed a pet. I'm super upset. But this one was like a feed animal, i.e. you feed on it. And like nobody's getting super butthurt that we're killing and eating pigs all the time, as you can tell by the fucking grocery store still being full of pork chops. And I guess they thought maybe since this pig was a pet it would be different and people just wouldn't kill it. I mean, maybe it was a bit gosh for the new owners to post pictures on Instagram of them seasoning the meat from their pet that they took and killed. I mean, they could have had maybe a little more sensitivity because as dumb as we may think of it, that was somebody's pet and somebody did Love it and just enough to not care for it properly and get it taken away by the no, SPCA. They, 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 it was cruelty, so I yeah. don't know if they loved it that yeah, much. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like, I mean, if, yeah, I don't know. Like, this pig was having a bad life and then it had a good life for a couple weeks and then got... Uh, uh, then, then it had a really bad life. Well, it didn't have I'm, a life anymore. I imagine the meat wouldn't be very good. Like, because if, if the pig was stressed out and, like, under cruel living conditions, then it's not really going to develop to that plump soft well so plus another uh mckee adds pop belly pig meat is not meant to be eaten their meat is not designed for that their diet is different uh and if molly's had all of her shots eating the meat would not be a good idea because oh, yeah, yeah. Probably, uh, yeah i bet it tasted like chemicals uh yeah so uh, apparently the guy who, who adopted the pig and then killed and ate it has been banned from, from ever, uh, adopting any further pets from the SPCA. Yeah, which, I'm okay with that. I don't know. If it was a dog or a cat, sure. A pig, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, like, adopting a pet, killing and eating it, although legal, it kind of just goes over, like, I guess the morality, uh assumed clause that the SBCA would have. Like, you're supposed to be adopting that animal to give it a good home, not in your belly. I don't know if the... I mean, maybe it had a good home for a little little while. I, I personally... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Listeners, help, help yeah. us. Help us determine. If Was this guy in the wrong? If anybody's had potbelly pig and knows how just what the meat tastes like, I'm also curious of that. I mean, if if it's disgusting, it's just a big waste of time anyway. Or dog or cat, for that matter. If you've eaten any of these animals... Uh, I haven't. I'd imagine cat... No, cat would be disgusting because they're meat eaters and they, like, they're probably super oily. I've had rabbit. That's the closest, like, thing yeah, I, I think can I've think had of to that. Too. And it was pretty gross. It wasn't great. Dog, I think, because there's so many different breeds, right? Like, you yeah. could... Like, it would be weird. Like, are you talking, like, a Chihuahua or, like, a German Shepherd? Yeah. Or, like, a Pug, Ugh. which would just be, like... Fat. Well, it's even fat. It would just be skin. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just rolls and rolls of skin. Uh, gross. Yeah. All right. Oh, the Olympic thing? We never really touched on that. Whatever. Yeah. We can't go back to the Olympics now. We're no, too far we, past we've it. said too much. And Do we want to talk about guns? I guess we should. Since, like, we didn't want to touch the whole gun thing because everybody talks about it. And there was another school shooting in Florida on what, February 17th? Uh, Parkland, Florida. Stoneman Douglas High School shooting February, February 14th. Fucking okay, Valentine's wrong. Day. Uh, yeah, so there's not really much to say about this. 17 kids killed. Yeah, the kid was fucking obviously deranged it was a problem uh gun gun control debate is reaching moronic new heights in the united states one right thing now. that always annoys me about gun control talk is it always comes up after these talks and everybody's like oh the u.s should ban guns the u.s should do this type of gun control and what people don't realize is every state has different gun control like massachusetts in 2016 had 
the lowest rate of gun violence per 100,000. I think it was like three or something. Whereas Alaska had the highest one, and it was a way bigger number than that. I yeah. looked at the graph a while ago. So. I, I think you'll see that, that gun ownership very... For, first of all, I want to correct a, a factually incorrect statement that Dale just made. No mm. one calls... I mean, people call for the outright banning of guns, but no one's going to listen to those people. Yeah. No one wants guns banned. They just want them uh, more strictly regulated. Yeah. Uh, there was a... Uh, there was a video uh, posted, I, I saw it on Facebook, and it was like an 18-year-old kid. Uh, they they put a hidden camera on him. They send the 18-year-old kid into uh, a liquor store, uh, into a convenience store to try and buy uh, cigarettes and lottery tickets. And then they send him to a gun show. Uh, and he is unable to purchase alcohol, cigarettes, or lottery tickets, but he walks away from the gun show with a gun. Like, in his hands. Oh, wow. Because there is a loophole in, uh, apparently, in the U.S., in, in, in some states, where you can purchase, if you purchase a gun at a gun show or, like, a, a trade show or event, uh, you don't have to do the standard, like, background check or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, that's how the Vegas guy got so many guns was because he had bought them from gun shows. Yeah. And it's, like, a loophole that these crazy people know about. So I agree they should close that. Like... You shouldn't be able to sell guns at a gun show. You should be able to take orders and then maybe ship them out. And then process them, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but this t- So this time something is clearly uh, different. I think this might be the catalyst for some... We have a bunch of corporate sponsors uh, severing ties with the NRA. Yeah, like Delta Airlines. Yeah, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, uh, all these, these corporate sponsors, uh, which I, I get, like, why does the NRA... They're not... They're officially a nonprofit, but they make fuck tons of money to yeah. lobby the government for, for gun ownership. Like yeah. they don't need corporate breaks from they're mm. doing just fine. Well, the Delta thing was they weren't sponsoring them, but the way Delta works is if you're an organization and you buy tickets in groups, then you get a discount and then Yeah, but I'm sure that only extends like it's not like ISIS could say like, hey, we're oh, a no. group. Let's get a bulk discount on tickets. And neither can the NRA anymore. Delta has refused to give them that service, which Uh, I imagine will probably end up in court. And then on the other end of the debate, uh, we have Republicans insisting that the way to end school shootings is to give uh, teachers guns, which Uh, I look back at the teachers I've had. uh, A lot of them were were great, fantastic educators, really had like a, a... foundational impact on me i would not want to see those people with guns yeah every shooter or every teacher i've ever had i think i can say within like a 90 percent chance they're shitty at shooting guns (laughs) there would be terrible shots like so you would basically have a teacher come in or a teacher with a gun and a kid walks in and the teacher just shoots at him and misses yeah and this kid, who's been playing first-person shooters his entire life, yeah. probably a crack shot, uh, whereas a teacher who, like, grew up being scholarly and yeah. reading books and shit, uh, probably not gonna do so well. Also, never mind the fact that uh, a lot of people, even if you have guns in those situations, like, you could give me a gun and yeah. you could say, there's a school shooter loose in the school, yeah. uh, I'd be fucking scared. I don't know if I'd, like face down the shooter or like flee out the back door. And one thing people don't realize that this was like the military dealt with this in world war two. It's basically, I think it's like at least 50% of people when faced with gunfire, even if they have a gun, they freeze. Like they just, I don't, they called it something like losing courage or whatever. Well, you just like go into shock, right? So most of military training is to train you to react so the thing is, if you give these teachers guns, they're probably just going to freeze up. Yeah. So what I think they should do is hire a vet and put them in the school. Not because I think they should shoot back at, at shooters or whatever, but just because it gives these guys jobs. Like, I guess, like, the Walmart greeter level of school security. Yeah. I mean, you, you, when you view it through that lens, like, yeah, yeah. Give, give a vet a job. Let it, even though you're just like a useless figure, like I don't think anyone's going to be deterred from shooting up a school if there's if there's yeah, a, like if there's that. one sixty year old guy there who was in Nam. Yeah, like I don't. But you're giving that sixty year old guy who was in Nam a paycheck, and that helps everybody. True. 
Although you do look, a, a lot of the the cries around this are like, well, where is the money gonna for that gonna come from? Because schools are already, uh, yeah, shanties. that's true. <laughs> like they can't yeah. even afford to educate kids anymore. Mm-hmm. Where's the salary for this vet gonna come from? I don't know. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure if. Uh super good at like budget stuff dale can figure it out which is you just take money from somewhere else i don't know maybe military spending he is super good at budget stuff i am you can tell by my empty savings account because i budgeted all the money i make to spend it on stuff every single paycheck uh yeah we're not gonna wade into like either side of the gun control debate which is honestly never gonna end but it is very interesting to see the conversation kind of normally uh you know america's collective memory it's like you you shoot a school shooting or a mass shooting happens and like a week later it's just back to like business as usual uh we're going on two weeks now and uh my favorite thing is seeing a bunch of 17 year olds uh just like beat the shit out of a bunch of like right wing uh like talking mouths talking heads Figuratively, online not actually physically yeah yeah so one good thing that's happening is this the other stu- the survivors of this shooting have basically been like all right enough's a fuck enough we're all taking everybody to task and they've managed and they've just been persistently Hitting like the right wing trolls online and making demanding changes to the gun control laws. Yeah, so we might see some change come out of that. Uh, at the very least, it's it's been highly entertaining to see seventeen uh, year olds just owning, <laughs> yeah, like, just shutting them down and all their dumb fucking arguments. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in to episode thirty five. Uh, of Outrage Factory, I am Dale DeRuder, and that's Derek Bolin. Uh, you can f- tweet. You can tweet. You can tweet me at Herder. You can what? You can tweet. Tweet. Tweet at tweet, me. You tweet, tweet, tweet. 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 Do some tweeting. Tweet. Uh, at Herder, you can tweet us at Outrage Fact Pod. You can tweet me at Super Dalebot. You can like us on Facebook. Uh, you can friend us on, or I guess request a friend on Facebook. I won't. I won't be friends with you. I'll be friends. I don't need more friends. I got plenty of friends already. I'll be friends with you. I got plenty of friends already. Thanks. I like uh, offending people. I like this complete sentences. I like when my brain doesn't put the words in my mouth for completing sentences. That's good. That that is a good good skill to have for a podcast. Like when you open your mouth and it's just like your fucking brain just doesn't work, and then you can't like think of the words. That has that accurately sums up thirty five episodes of the podcast. Yes, it does so far. Uh, Review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Whatever wherever you get your podcast. SoundCloud. Uh, Yeah, and uh, in conclusion, this has been Outrage Factory, the weekly podcast where we look at the things that made you angry on the internet this week you done yeah that was that was my whole bit okay there's because i was waiting to talk that whole time oh sorry go ahead stay angry